0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Software Should Be Free, uh, and that is a introduction that I stole shamelessly from Jonathan Stark because I like the way he says it. Um, so, and as per the name of this podcast, um, I'm going to talk about one of the problems with software being free. Um, so I open sourced Schema Explorer, which was very exciting, having decided that it wasn't going to. Um, well I say decided, uh, had some assistance deciding that it wasn't getting the traction it needed um, to be uh, viable in its current form to sell uh, for 50 quid a year or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so it, it sat there free and I think it's been quite a good portfolio piece. It's been nice to talk about it. I've been able to talk much more freely with clients about it because it hasn't had a bit of a conflict of interest feel because I'm not selling anything. It's just here, look, there's a a great thing that I made and I'm proud of it and you can use it too Um, so what's happened since then which is uh, interesting but in a way problematic because I don't really know what to do with it is I've started getting contributions so if you look at Schema Explorer's pull requests tab you will see some wonderful contributions Um, there were some that were fairly straightforward like somebody sorted out the import paths because I'd moved from Bitbucket to GitHub when I published it and I hadn't updated the paths and they're all encoded in the source files in Golang. Um, But I also got some more significant contributions and while that's fantastic, uh, that takes time to read, make sure that it fits with the direction and quality and kind of thing I want for this product um especially given that it's got my name on the front cover um it has to if it's going to continue to be a portfolio piece which is almost inevitable unless i actually just kill it off entirely um it, <clears throat> i need to pay some proper attention to it um so i'm i don't think donations is going to work in terms of funding time on this um i think if that was going to work then selling it probably would have worked i think fundamentally in its current form it doesn't have um sufficient value for people um or, or it's not clear what the value is um i've i've uh been helping some people use it um in in person and while people like it and they're enthusiastic i'm kind of relying on them to, to tell me what they're going to use it for um because i i don't really know um It's a funny old thing. So all that is really to say uh, just because something is out there and free, regardless of the effort that went into it, that doesn't solve all of the problems of that suddenly being a sustainable thing. Um, I think the best example I've seen of a sustainable free project is by far the Debian uh, Linux distribution where... um, Ian, the founder of it, um, didn't just put it up on GitHub, because GitHub obviously wasn't a thing way back then. Um, He created a system of ownership with elections that has sustained to this day um, and continues to produce a a high-quality, vast pile of software that many other Linux distributions still rely on in some form. Um, that's a <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get anything quite that extensive for Schema Explorer um, but it, it's really worth considering that, that there's much more to running an open source project than just sticking, on, sticking it on GitHub um, a really inspiring example that I've been hearing a lot about on podcasts lately is Laravel um, if you're not familiar with Laravel um, if you're familiar with Ruby on Rails, it's the Ruby on Rails for PHP. Um and it's been a runaway success. Um and that's been sustainable because the person that created it has had the uh wisdom to put Laravel out there for free um into this very thirsty market, this very underserved market, had it take off like a rocket, but has also sold um related services in a way that people appreciate like decent hosting for Laravel and decent background jobs things for Laravel, and I don't really know what else, but the point being... Oh, uh, e-books, that kind of thing. He's done extremely well out of it, and that has allowed him to continue working on it and bring people in to help and have the time to run a community around it. Um, Schema Explorer obviously isn't going to get to that point. So, enough rambling on about... uh, the, the challenge, the paradox, really, of open source. Um, I don't entirely know what I'm going to try and build next. I've got many ideas, and I, I think I'm getting better at filtering them through the lens of what would make a a, a good business. Um, and I shall pull up my Trello board of ideas that I continuously add to, and very rarely do. And I'll skip down to the bottom and see what crazy out there things have come across my mind lately and maybe talk a bit about why they may or may not work because my idea is to collect as many as possible and then filter them through the sensible business parameters and also the product founder fit of like would I actually enjoy working this, would I enjoy serving these people Uh, and the product market fit of would people actually appreciate this uh, so the last one, Programmer Secrets Revealed. So this one um, is because I listened to the Sunny Lenarduzzi show, number 92, Best Online Business Plan for 2020. Um, and <clears throat> uh, it talks about how easy it is to create an info product and how that can be fairly profitable. Uh, and I realized I did a talk quite, quite recently on what is a relational database for some of the non-technical or less technical people Uh, my client and that seemed to be really well received Um, and I think a lot of people find what us programmers get up to to be mysterious dark magic Uh, I understand that that's why when we have a conversation in a party and people say what do you do and I say oh I'm a computer programmer they don't say anything after that because they don't actually know what to ask because it's just such a mystery to them so maybe I could do a um some kind of YouTube channel or something where um, I help people understand this mystery and maybe make a bit better use of it. Like maybe if if all they've ever done is Excel and they don't really know what a database is, maybe they could learn to use Airtable or maybe they could write some basic scripts or maybe they could put some of it in a simple database. Um, they don't necessarily have to get all the way to being uh, a seasoned programmer like myself. They could maybe just improve themselves themselves in some way and be more effective in their in their jobs. Um maybe people would be interested in that. That's an idea. Um I haven't committed to this in any meaningful sense, um, but it's on my on my list. Uh the one before that, mikecheck.com. I even gave it a name. Um I don't think this is a really good a good one when it comes down to it, but the, um I've had multiple problems with either on um conference calls or podcast recordings or um, scheduled phone calls with the whole uh, you set all the computers up and then you're like, "Uh, can you hear me? hello? Uh, well it's working my end and I I still get this all the time even though in theory I know what I'm doing (laughs) and so does the person I'm talking to so I was thinking, oh and for user research where we schedule a, uh, a call with someone who is likely to use what we create and again the quite often their kit doesn't work or it's a bit of a disaster. So the idea was some website that really guides people through making sure your kit uh, kit works. Um, I remember the Skype uh, call testing service where it's basically like a phone call that repeats back to you what you did. And I think maybe I could throw up some quick WebRTC endpoint that relays back with a delay or something. So you could really quickly see whether your webcam or um, and sound... Uh, mic and speakers are behaving properly um, I'd need to figure out who I'm going to target who'd want it most um, and maybe it could be shared with the, the host of a podcast so that they can validate that the the, the guest's audio is working before they spend <coughs> their valuable time or either of their valuable time on just <laughs> going around the houses waiting for each other um, so I'd who knows if that would really fly Um, someone did point me at a a podcast recording website which records all parties that uh, does have a mic check Um, in theory I had some issues with it personally but it was better than nothing Um, I did try it out Um, this fails a bit on who you're serving I'm, I'm still being a technician and coming up with things that do things rather than uh who am I gonna serve? Uh let's see what else we've got. I've got um maybe I could take the schema explorer code base and produce things that are actually user need based and charge for those in some form, whether it's a SAS or something simpler. Um but hopefully in some way that works nicely with an open source core. Uh, an app for podcast voice feedback um, I really think that should be integrated with the podcast players, but maybe maybe there could be a central service that aggregates it all for all the podcasts. Maybe that could be a SaaS. Um, I'm probably not sufficiently involved, but maybe that could work. Um, <laughs> this was one of my favourites of like making things up in areas you don't know. I had an idea for Therapy Now where you just get a a mental health therapist just instantly video call all you have to do is get on the website get your credit card um and they're there and you could have um maybe therapists could show up when they've got cancellations or off time and you could pay them um for their being around so that so that people can always get a quick response i quite like that and um, i mentioned it to someone and they were like oh what you mean like (laughs) betterhelp.com uh so apparently that's already a thing uh, so uh, this happens to quite a few here's a really off-the-wall one a fiction book called The Mall Um I had a little bit of a strange dream and I thought maybe I could write a complete fiction book but I don't think I should do that because <laughs> um, that's a bit of a one-off and a complete departure from the things that I'm actually good at um, could be fun, maybe when I retire, who knows uh, transcription service um, there's a lot of transcription going on with podcasts particularly. Um, I wonder if there's a bit, maybe with the advances in uh, AI, um, cloud-based AI, so you can just rent AI capabilities on Azure, that kind of thing. Um, I wonder if the existing transcription stuff has made sufficient use of that. Um, And someone mentioned that the Uh, they were talking about fraud prevention, but they said that they tried automating entirely and every time they automated, uh, the scammers would just work around them and they found the perfect um, combination was artificial intelligence as a first filter and then people that follow up on it and that was a pretty pretty good way of spotting financial fraud. I think that was someone who worked at PayPal on one of the podcast interviews I listened to. Uh, I won't go any further up because everyone's probably falling asleep now but I've got this that is uh, 67 idea cards of all sorts some hardware some software consultancy the odd one is actually about people that um, I could serve dog owners was a, a thought that I had but um, I suspect that that's not really the right market for a, um, a programmer Um much fun as it would be and much as I love my doggies so um, <clears throat> if you're wondering where David went he's not feeling too good and we really struggle to um, schedule because um, I'm a night owl and <laughs> he's a morning lark um, and also he's been a bit unwell lately and flat out with client work like we all all are on and off um, but hopefully I can get him on for another episode really soon Um I have no idea what to say I'll be doing in the next episode. Uh, I'll try and think of something interesting and useful. Um, If there are things that you think I could help you with, I'd love to hear it. Drop me a line, tim at timwise.co.uk. If you want to keep up to date, I'm really terrible at emailing my list, but I plan to get better at that at some point. So timwise.co.uk slash subscribe to get on the email list. Um, You can even rate this show on iTunes. That would be good too. So a new thing I'm going to do is I'm going to finish this show with a bit of music because I like it when the shows have music. And this is courtesy of musicformakers.com, who I really appreciate because they give out for nothing a piece of royalty free music for things like podcasts. Uh, I think it 's every week, and all you have to do is subscribe uh, i 'm not being paid for this. I just really appreciate it and I hope you enjoy the piece of music that i've chosen to go with Software should be free from now on so it's good night from me and only me. See you next time.